Amen. The Holy Ghost is in the house tonight. Amen. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of Philippians. The book of Philippians. Amen. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Amen. I, I want to minister on tonight. On focus on the whatever. You know, we use that word very, very easy. When you, when you, when you get frustrated, you say whatever. I've never said that before. Eh, whatever. You know, whatever. See, that word whatever in the dictionary means to emphasize. Amen. To emphasize on something or to emphasize on who cares or to emphasize on, you know, whatever. And when you emphasize on it, sometimes that whatever frustrates you even more. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so, so tonight I, I want to show you on to focus on a new whatever. On a new whatever that's in the Bible. See, before somebody even said whatever, it was already in the Bible. Paul was already saying whatever. He was telling them whatever, but he was telling them whatever in a way that I want you to focus on these things. These are the things that I want you to focus on in your ministry. This is what I want you to focus on in your life. This is what I want to focus you on in your, in your marriage, in your, in your relationship with God. These are the things I need you to focus on because if you don't, you're going to miss a lot of things. See, the book of uh, 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 Philippians, Paul is writing to, to thank you know, Philippi for helping him in the hour of need. He was going through something that was happening. So he's writing this to thank him, to thank the people. And, and one thing that I want you to understand, he's telling them, we need the church. He was telling them, Paul, to get united, to be united, to enjoy the, the, the humility and to come to a place of unity in the church so that you would understand what it is to focus on together, how to be a strong force for God. And as we begin to allow ourselves to become that strong force for God, things will begin to resurrect in our life. See, God wants to resurrect some things in us. And the only way they're going to get resurrected in us is we need to focus on these things that are whatever. Everybody with me so far? In Philippians chapter 4, verse 1, to start there. It says, therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. We'll jump really quick to verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gladness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, letting your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts. And minds through the Christ Jesus. Here we go, verse 8. Finally, brother, whatever, come on somebody. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Father, we just thank you tonight for your word. I pray, Lord, that you would allow your word to come forth. Speak to us, O oh God, that you would stir us up, O oh God, that we would be the word, Father God, that we would become the word, that we would live the word, Father God, that you will resurrect in us, O oh God, things that 
Father God, have died away, God. Passions that have desired, that have fallen apart, God, that would have come back to life. Because we want to focus on you, Father God. Whatever is praiseworthy, God. Whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is true, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, amen. amen. I, I, I want you to see here that there is a, a tremendous layout here that is going on. When we read the verse, a uh, uh, couple of scriptures, one through seven, he's talking about unity and talking about uh, uh, understanding the, joyful, the joyfulness and, and things that you go through and talking about uh, having a life of prayer. Now, now listen really closely. We look at verse, at verse, uh, on verse four real quick. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Someone say always. always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say what? Rejoice. When we begin to focus on the whatevers in verse eight, we learn to have this type of attitude. We learn to have this type of understanding. So whatever is going on in our lives, we say, you know what? Rejoice. And then again, I say rejoice. And that's, it becomes easy when you begin to do it. But when you're not doing it, and you use the other type of whatever, that whatever means like, I don't care about it, who cares about it? That type of whatever where you begin to uh, 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 allow yourself to focus on the negative. I was teaching my class and my class was teaching them. I said positive thinking represents having faith. Negative thinking equals doubt. Come on somebody. Amen. And I was teaching them that. And the only difference in that is the circumstance. Come on. The only difference is circumstance. Circumstance will make you be a man of faith or a woman of doubt. That's it. People try to use all the excuses, but it's only circumstances. And it's up to you how you want to see your circumstance in life. And here we are in this place right now, and here are all the, the church, and here's the disciples, and here's the people, here, here's, the, here's everybody. And, and he's telling the Philippians, he's telling them, come on, guys. He said, you get to learn to rejoice in what's going on in your life. You have to learn to rejoice. Come on, you have to learn to be happy. You have to learn to see, have some joy in your life. He said, he goes on, he says, let your gentleness be known to all men. My God, church. He, he, he's, he's really telling us people know when we are full of it. Oh, you missed that one right there. People know when you, when you got a fake smile on and you're like. Ugh. People can tell, amen, when you're just, you're, just, you're just a walking, you're a walking time bomb. Here comes angry bird. He says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Now, now, I want you to see this. Be anxious for nothing. We know what? We, we're, we're, we're very impatient people. You know what I'm talking about? Even when, when we get something there, it says it'll be done in a minute. We still like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Very, you get anxious, creates frustration. And then you get an unease in you. He's going to stop being like that. Stop being frustrated. Stop allowing your circumstances in your life to frustrate you so much that your mind is so twisted. And you begin to focus on the wrong whatever's in life. And you start acting weird and you start talking weird. You start having no joy, no peace. Listen to what I'm jumping to right now because this is when it gets really interesting. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, my God. Someone say prayer. prayer. It's very important if you're not praying, listen to me, you're not allowing yourself 
to go through your circumstance with joy. When you're not praying, you're not, in, you're not, remember I told you last time, you are not engaging Jesus to help you. Come on, somebody. We, yeah, he knows us. Yeah, he loves us. Come on. But when we don't pray, we don't engage. Come on. Oh, there was a liar. My mic went out already. Come on. Ooh, it's all good. Oh, no, I just fell. Praise the Lord. Hey, the second time that happened to me today. But the reality is this, church. Listen closely, please. When we don't pray, we don't engage Jesus. Yeah, he knows your heart. Yeah, he knows what you're going through. But he said, ask, knock. Seek. Come on, somebody. Ask, knock, seek. And we don't do those things. And we, and we get mad at him when it's us that are not praying. You have time to pray. You have time to eat. Pray. We need to create in us and resurrect back a prayer life. We need to resurrect back the joy of God in us. Come on. We, 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 we need to, people need to walk around and when they see them, my God, you got to go to church because I never see nobody else like that. <laughs> but we're so used to having that kind of the chancla. <laughs> What's wrong, Matthew? Letting your request be known to God. You got to let him know. Does anybody have any requests here? Anybody got any? Come on. He says, let me know. Let me know your requests. Let me know the hurt. Let me know your frustrations. Let me know the anxiety. Let me know the, the, all the pain and hurt you're going through. Let me know what's taking place in your life. Come on. Let, let, let me know so I can get you to a place of being rejoiceful. A place where you can be thankful. A place where you can be shouting, thank you, Jesus. You have answered me. You have, you, you have heard my cry. You have resurrected in me a passion. Because sometimes we get so in a place of depression, we can't move no more. How many of you have got so discouraged, you, you don't want to go to church no more? How many have got so much into, into the pain that you're, you're like, man, God, where are you at? He says, okay, all those things you, you, you are agreeing with, he says, tell me about it. Talk to me about it. My ears are open to you. I'm waiting to hear from you. I'm waiting to hear your heart. I'm waiting to hear your problems. I'm waiting to hear whatever is going on. I need to hear your voice. How many ever missed the voice of the one you loved? Oh, man, oh, I want to hear that voice. Now, generational, you, you missed the text. <laughs> and that's what Jesus said. He goes, you haven't texted me in a while. But you text your girlfriend every three, three seconds. What's up, Edgy? You, you, you text everybody. He said, God said, but what about mine? He says, I'm the only one that can help you. I'm not your wife, not your kids, not your husband. I'm the one that will give you a joy and a peace. Come on. I'm the one that can resurrect these in your life. But you have to let him be known to me. Because you, 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 the mouth that don't open, don't eat. Amen. Have you ever heard that before? In Spanish, la boca que no abre no come. That was for free. Amen. <laughs> it's the same thing. We need to start opening our mouth again. God. You know, you want to complain, complain in prayer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tell people, come on, you want to complain, complain in prayer. Oh, my God, no, you know, Lord Jesus. God said, yeah, come on, tell me, tell me, tell me more. Let it out, let it out, come on, let it out, let, let it out, come on. Because he wants to build a relationship with you. 
Sometimes we die in our pain and our misery because we've lost our prayer life. Prayer life, without a prayer life, we can't make it, guys. I don't care if you, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how much word you know. I don't care how much you do whatever, you, how much works you do. Prayer is very important. It's a communication with God. We need to balance out our lives. We need prayer. We need reading. We need studying. We need fasting. We need to, we need to apply these things back, back to the basics. Anytime you're in a stump, back to the basics. Any sports guy would tell you that, back to the basics. Somebody say the basics. It's the basics that's going to keep you alive. And and as we jump into the look 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 real quick in verse 7. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and minds through Jesus Christ. See, he will cause you to to understand these things that it'll make no sense why you have peace when something wrong happened to you. He says, because that's the kind of God that I am. I bring peace where there is no peace. Where there is anxiety, I bring peace. Where there is frustration, I bring peace. And he's saying these things to us because he says, because look at verse 8, and I need to, I need, this is what I want to focus on this tonight. Finally, he's like, look at, he's like, look at, if you don't get this, he says, get this. <laughs> if you need another, if you need some more pushing, if you need some more, some more uh, uh, understanding, or you need some more uh, uh, convincing, because how many know something we need convincing? You know what type of people we are? Hello. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, my God. He says, the trueness, whatever is true, he goes, I'm not going to lie to you. Focus on what is true. Focus on the whatever is true. Stop focusing on the lie. The enemy wants you to focus on the lie. He wants you to focus on the lie because sometimes the lie even feels more real than the truth. How many times have the enemy lied to you and you believed it more than the truth? And you're like, oh, well, it, it can't yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, no, no, stop focusing on that whatever lie. But focus on whatever is true. My word is true. My word is amen. Come on, my word, my word gives life. My word, come on, say, my word is true. He said, I, I, he goes, I'm keeping the truth. I'm keeping the truth. I'm keeping it real. In a sense, I'm keeping it real with you. Focus on what is real. He jumps onto this and he says, whatever things are noble. Now, noble means this, means worthy and good. He says, Stop focus, start focusing on what is good. How many know sometimes we can focus on what's bad? I can't stand the way he talks. He frustrates the way he talks. I can't stand the way she shoots gums. <laughs> but she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's helping you take care of you. Focus on what is good. Three, four of you guys. Okay, praise the Lord. Oh, man, he stinks. Why? Because he worked all day. Amen. Hopefully, amen. <laughs> he wants, he's telling us focus on the noble, focus on the good, focus on what's worthy. Amen. He, look, I love what he tells us. He says, he goes on, he says these words, he says, and whatever, church. Focus on this whatever's right here. True, noble, and and just. Now, the word just means right and fair. He says, says, focus on what is right. Focus on what is fair. We live in a world today where we don't want to be fair with nothing no more. We want justice. I demand my rights. 
I, I, want, I want justice. If we get justice for what we've done, all of us will be all jacked up. I don't know about you, but I don't want justice. I, I'm, I'm okay with, with his righteousness, his justifications. I, I thank God for repentance. Come, you don't hear me, though. I thank God for those things. That, because if I got what I deserve, I won't be here today. Neither would you. But he's telling us, church, to focus on what is just. Whatever is just, whatever is right, whatever is fair. Now, he says, focus on what is, whatever is pure. Now, listen to this. The word pure means this. It means clean, fresh, unpolluted. He says, stop getting yourself polluted. When we focus on the wrong stuff, we get polluted. We get polluted so bad. Our minds get polluted. Our hearts get polluted. Our, our thinking of the way we see things. We're so polluted now. We're so frustrated. We're so full of anxiety. And, and I, I killed him. I killed her. We got all this going on in our minds and our hearts. And we can't focus no more. We can't, we can't be that husband. We can't be that wife. We got all this weirdness on us. Because why? Because we're so polluted. We're polluted with, with, with sin. We're polluted with, with, with all these weird things. And, and gossip pollutes you. Gossip will pollute you really good. Gossip will pollute your ears. Remember, your ears are not trash cans. Don't allow garbage in it. Don't allow pollution in it. Come on. Don't allow this junk to come inside you. So we need to come to a place where we allow God. Okay, I want to focus on whatever is pure. Whatever is clean. I want to, God, I want to focus on you. You are pure. Do you know that your calling of God, that your call from God is holy and pure? The, the prophecy in your life is holy and pure. Whatever comes from God is holy and pure. So if God gave you a word, it's holy and pure. But you know, the, you know the problem is we're not holy and pure. So the problem is not the prophecy. It's the one holding the prophecy. Oh, you you, you got to hear what I'm saying. The problem is not the call of God in your life. It's the one holding the call of God. It's because we have not focused on what is pure and what is holy. And we blame the call. We blame God. And we, we get frustrated. Oh, and we become God haters. And we start blaming God for all these stuff that happens in our life. But God says, no, no, no. Don't get mad at me because something terrible happened. There's a lot of terrible people. Oh, you missed that. Amen. And you were one of them. Until God God changed you. God delivered you. God set you free. So he says, focus on whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely. Whatever is lovely. Whatever is lovely. The word lovely means beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. And you got to understand this. We need to see the beauty in the things that are taking place in our life. Look at the beauty of it. Yeah, you might be, listen carefully, coming to church on Thursdays, coming to church on the Sundays, coming to practice and getting involved in ministry, coming to classes, doing all this stuff. But remember where we used to be. Remember where we used to go. Remember how messed up we were. Or how lost you were. Look in the beauty and now you're not lost and your kids are learning the principles. Your kids are learning what it is to be in the house of God. They're learning to fear from God. They could look at the beauty of it. Stop look, focusing on the wrong, on the bad. I ain't got enough time. No, you ain't got enough time not to give to God. Come on, you have to look at the, you have to look in the beauty on what's taking place. Look at your life and look at the beauty of it. Man, I, man, I look at the beauty. I, I, looked, I, was, I was going through this I was looking at my life, and look, I, I judged myself with all these things the other day when I was going through this. And I look at the beauty and say, if I would have allowed myself 
the focus on all the whatever junks, I wouldn't be here today. I doubt if I would have been married, have my kid, I would have been, I would have been all messed up. But I started looking at the beauty and said, my God, Lord, you pulled me out. Like, God, you delivered me. You set me free. God, you, you did so much. I had to look at the beauty of it. I didn't, I didn't waste my 20s in the Lord. I gave my 20s to God. My 30s, my 40s. You hear what I'm saying? I look at the beauty of it. I said, my God, I, I could have I wasted it in jail and in prison, but I wasted it giving it to God. You got, you got to hear what I'm saying? I look at the beauty of it. The beauty of it. Look at the beauty of your life right now. Stop saying, well, I ain't got this, I ain't got that. It, it, some got worse than you. Somebody say, look at the beauty of it. Look at the beauty of it. Church, the Bible says this. If there is any, let's give you one more. Whatever things are of good report. Now, the good report simply means respect and honor. Respect and honor. This is very simple. And I think that we need to understand that. We need to come to a place of respecting the things of God. Respecting the things of God and honoring the things of God again. There's a loss of, come on, there's a loss of respect in the house of God. And a loss of respect for the things of God. I was sharing with my children on the way here. We were sharing with some things that says, that says in Romans 1, 20, all the way down to a few scriptures, it talks about that he says, man, I take, I'm taking away all the excuses of everything. All this stuff. He says, these people are doing all these crazy things. People are, are men are with men, girls are with girls. All this crazy stuff is going on. I told him, you think right now that this ain't nothing new with transgenders and all this stuff. And it's, not, it's been in the Bible. They're called eunuchs. Hello, somebody. You don't hear me, though. Men with men, girls with Oh, we have to come with the times. No, 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 no. This has been going on since the beginning. Read your Bible. Nothing has changed. People change. You don't hear me. People change. The generation has not changed. People change. Things, we allow things to happen, and that's how people change. But when we allow the respect and the honor of God to be in the house, we say we, we are not going to allow ourselves. You've got to hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. Don't take it wrong, but take it right, please. And if you get hurt, that's your fault. Amen. My sister, my sister, she was a Manflora. My sister was caught up. She was caught up with that. But at the end of her life, she cried out to Jesus and got saved and God delivered her. And got touched and she went to be with Jesus. You got to understand. This is, we live in a generation today. We think it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Oh, oh my friend's gay. My sister's gay. All the, all the, oh, you don't understand. It's a, it's a spirit. I dealt with it my whole life growing up. Unless we come to a place I feel the Holy Ghost in you. I was mad. Because nobody wants to preach on this. I'm going to preach on it. Somebody say whatever. Whatever. You can take with me on whatever, Pastor, whatever. Or you can say, you know what? Yeah, whatever is pure. Whatever is good report. Whatever is lovely. You can focus on that. The reality is don't, don't, let, the, don't let people lie to you, confuse you, and doubt you. You're a man. You're a woman. That's simple. When you, lo- when, you, when you love another guy or another girl, it's, all this is lust out of control. You're perfect. That's it. Just get your perfect in place. It's so simple. That's how simple it is. And, you, and anybody tells me I'm different, you're a liar. I know. Believe me. There's a lot of perverts used to be here. Come on. I've talked to a lot of perverts here. Girls and guys. Come on. It's just, it's just guys. It's girls too. 
You know who you are. But nobody wants to talk about this because this helps us change. This delivers you. This pulls you out of your rut. This takes you out of your... This takes you out of your thinking, your mindset. When you expose the devil, what do you do? Ah! What do you do when you get caught? Someone opens the door. Oh, what are you doing? We expose the devil. He's got to flee. Come on, somebody. We expose the devil. He's got to flee. Let me leave you with this tonight, if I can, please. Focus on the whatever you want to tonight. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, this do. And the God of peace will be with you. Oh, my God. Listen to that verse. Read that verse. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. My God. Come on, church. I want you to read that with me together. Everybody take this off stand real quick. I want you to read this with me. We can't all together at one time. You need to hear this. And read together. One, two, three. Those things which you have both heard and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Come on, give the Lord a great clap for it, amen. I want us to lift up our hands tonight, church. Hallelujah. Father, we have been people that have allowed ourselves to be confused, frustrated, angry, twisted, lustful, prideful, arrogant. But today, God, we are focusing on whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is just, whatever is beautiful, whatever is good report, whatever is respectful and honoring to you, God. We are coming to an unpolluted generation, oh God. We will not be polluted. We refuse. We refuse to allow ourselves to get lost. And we stand for the righteousness of God. We have been made the righteousness of God. You have justified us just as we never sinned, oh God. Today, we stand holy before you. And we want to become everything you want us to be. God, resurrect in us again, oh God. That respect, that holiness, that fear, oh God. Lord, that we would become everything you want us to be, oh God. That you are, you are with us and we are with you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You're here tonight. And you're saying, Pastor, you know, it's my first time here, you know, uh, uh, or you're here, you say, you know, I, I never give my life to God. I want to give my life to God. I want to make heaven my home. I know that I've been going through some stuff, but I want to give God my heart. I want to give God my heart. I need, I need Jesus in my life. If that's you tonight, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. If that's you, just lift up your hand tonight. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here tonight, you're saying, Pastor, I, 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 I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I need to come back. I need to come back to his holiness, to his godliness. I need to surrender myself to God. If that's you today, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you tonight. God bless you. 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 You're here today. You're saying, Pastor, I've always allowed myself to focus on the wrong whatevers. I focus on the wrong whatevers. Tonight, I want to focus on the right whatevers. And tonight, I'll give myself to God like never before. I'm giving myself over tonight. 
If that's you tonight, you lift up your hand and God spoke to you. I want you to come right now. I want you to come right now. You want God to resurrect in you again. That joy, that passion, that hunger. You want to, you want to, God to allow to break greatness out of you. Come now, 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 now. Now, now, hallelujah. Now, now, now's the time. God said, if you do what I've done, I'm with you and you're with me. So church, listen closely. Listen closely. So if we're not doing what God calls us to do or what we should be doing, then he's not with us. Because he simply says, if you do these things, I'm with you. Are you with me? When we allow ourselves to get caught up in the wrong, then how can we say he's with us? So tonight, it's a call to cleanse your mind, your heart, your spirit, to check yourself. Check yourself. Judge yourself so no one can judge you. Judge yourself, the Bible says, so no man can judge you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, just begin to get a hold of them. Come on, just begin to pray right now.